Can I freeze my tampons? A Mexican jumping bean's really Mexican. If I ate a $5 footlong and I threw up, the subway owed me $5. If leprechauns are really Irish, then why are they so small? Do Mexican jumping beans really jump? Is tort reform about tortillas? If Sean Penn doesn't think there were any weapons of mass destruction, then why is he gay? What if Harvey Feierstein was the captain of a British frigate? Man the missing mast. Shit Face to Face, the podcast where we ask the important questions. What's going on in a particular topic? And then we get hammered and try to explain it to another person and see how that goes. That's everything you ever wanted to know, but we're too sober to ask. Welcome back to Shit Face to Face. Da, 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 da. It's the 93rd Oscars of edition of Shit Face to Face. Who's here? <laughs> it's every celebrity you've ever seen. Who's that? It's. Hello, darling. I'm Jaja Gabor. Jaja Gabor's mm-hmm. here. Even though she's dead, her ghost has arrived. Who else is here? Marisa, who's here? Hey, y'all. I'm Dolly Parton. Look at my Dolly titties. Parton's here. Even though her she's dead, her ghost is here. <laughs> He's not dead. Don't no, you she say is. that. She's been killed. You, she was killed in 1976. Who was here, David? Hey, y'all. I'm that. I'm that southern guy. You know oh, me. No. I'm just a good old boy. I'm from the cornfield. Oh. Why? Why? Why did you do that? It's Jennifer Lawrence. Jennifer Lawrence is here too. That That's southern me. guy, Jennifer Lawrence. I'm a good actor. All yeah, right. That's what she sounds like. Nailed it. <laughs> you all nailed it. So distinct. All right. That's, so that's the only voice you can do, Marisa. I'm sorry. So the 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 spot on Jennifer Lawrence impression. Mm-hmm. So this is the 2020 Oscar nominees shit face to face fuck around. Woo-hoo. So what are we gonna do? Here's the game plan. Um, I have not personally seen any of the eight films nominated for Best Picture for the 2020 nominees. You better call them films, too. If anyone calls them movies, I'll, I'm will i leaving. Yeah, it's an insult to cinema. What if I call them talkies? Mm, those are gross. That'll work. That'll work. Yeah, that, that's just this like gross extruded potato snacks for... David, that goes with your kids, diet. Kids who I can want eat to get diarrhea. You can eat those. Yeah, if you want to have the runs all day and an ulcer... That's a good plan. So here's my idea. I've been very regular. Here's here's my pitch. Mashed potatoes. We, we'll, we'll mash potato it. <laughs> we'll go through <laughs> this th- this list and we'll see. If any of us if any of us have seen any of the movies, we will skip it. I'm gonna tell you. We'll next. go through the movie. We'll just list describe. Well, I'm sorry. Well, yeah, 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 yeah. We'll Go through the description of the film from IMDb, and then we'll see what we can think this movie might be about based on the description and the actors involved. Oh, you know what? We, sh- we should not even read the description. Just read the, the title and we'll make up a movie. Yeah. Uh, uh, I. That's what I said. I, I think we should do the ta- We should do the description. Given that the description is only usually like a sentence or two long, 
Okay, so you're not talking about the synopsis. You're just talking about no, like, not a the, synopsis. The it's it's literally it. The IMDb descriptions are a one to maximum three, and they are short sentences long. Okay. All right. Okay. Let's let's do it. All right. So, all right. Our, here are the films. Let me know if any of these films you have seen. The Sound of Metal. No. I I saw the trailer and already read the synopsis. That 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 does not preclude you from this. Okay, I'm just letting you know. Mank. Who? Mank. Mank. M A N K. Is that English? Mank. Sure. Maybe. I don't know. Minari. I'm gonna write this down. Minari. Who? Minari. <laughs> Minari. <laughs> I like how you're you're taking the place of my grandmother going. Huh? Ah! What? <laughs> what do I want to talk to him for? What? Why do I want? Yeah, she Alex, does say uh, very we, we, comically. We called, we called my grandparents to say like hello to them, and Alex was talking to my grandmother, my very extremely sick grandmother, and uh... and I was like, "Oh, you want to talk to Austin? He's right here." And she's like, "What do I want to talk to him for?" <laughs> it was like, on okay. my no, it was on my birthday. I was like, was like okay. "I don't want to talk to him." I was like, "Oh, okay." All right. Fair enough. Um, all right. I don't want to talk to him either. No. So number yeah. one is Sound of Metal. Yeah, nobody wants to talk Sound to of me. Metal twice. Mank. Number Minari. number two is Mank. Number three is Minari. Number four is Promising Young Woman. I've heard that's good, but I haven't seen it. It is Promising not a Weinstein production. Thank God. Number five, The Father. The Father. I don't like this. Part of a trilogy of the yeah, the, and those two being uh back to back makes you immediately think some unfortunate stuff. Yeah, anyway, so number oh, six, I hate it. Number six, okay, this one's a little longer. Judas and the Black Messiah. Oh, I heard that was. Oh good yeah, too. I heard that was very good. Judas and the Black Messiah. Number seven, Sasha Baron Cohen in. Trial of the Chicago Seven. What? Trial of the bad, Chicago bro. Seven. I have a lot of mixed feelings about that movie, though I've only seen about five minutes of it. So are you are you you can't do it now since you saw five minutes of it? I I I don't know. We'll have to decide as a as a crew. You heard it was bad? I mean, I feel like everything Sasha Baron Cohen does is very good. I I don't think that's bad. Did I think he it's very I think that? it's I think it's very good. I have just, I, I know. Anyway, did he direct that, or is oh, that is no? He, just he, he has not directed it initially. Steven Spielberg directed it. Um, Aaron, what's his name? Make it. Um, no, uh, West Wing directed it. Oh, Aaron, Aaron Sorkin. Yes, Sorkin. Aaron Sorkin directed it initially. Steven Spielberg was lots of walk and talks. Yeah, um, and number eight, finally, last but not least, Nomadland. No Mad. I, I wanted Nomadland to watch it. I did starring not. Starring America's sweetheart, Francis McDormand, and David Strathern, Austin's sweetheart. David Strathern. I think David Strathern is an amazing actor, and he needs to win an a fucking Academy Award. It mm. is that the person I'm thinking of. He played the pitcher in that um, in the baseball movie that we watched. Yes. Okay. In my opinion, that guy. Deserves an Academy Award. He's great. He's pretty prolific. He's gotten a lot of awards already. He's won 
an Independent Spirit Award, a Primetime Emmy, a Volpe Cup, nominated for an Academy means... Award, a BAFTA Award, uh, a Critics' Choice Award, two Golden I, Globes. I will and say a, a, Vol a Volpe Cup sounds like something you'd have your period in. It is. I. It's inside of me right now. <laughs> oh God. Yeah, so... Okay, anyway. so so four of these I've. Uh... So my, have you um, have you guys have you guys seen any of these? Because if you've seen any of these, no. we're gonna cross them off the of the list. No, okay. I'll I'll tell you one thing. I'm not. I'm an actress, but I am the worst person. I don't see musicals. I don't see new films. I don't like you, like do any of this you stuff. Only watch seasons of the circle over and over. I only watch bullshit over and over and over again. I am one of those fucking actresses and singers. That just doesn't get into this stuff, and I I do feel like I should be more proactive about like seeing who is doing the best films and who's the best actresses and who's the best singers. But I am not that person. It's a lot of pressure. So I, my, I, no, it's a lot of time. Okay. I will say so, four of these. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. I was gonna say I I have seen. None of these. I saw maybe five minutes of Trial of the Chicago 7. I have an opinion of that first five minutes, but that's all I got. Um, I will say four of these. Uh, I watch a lot of YouTube constantly when I'm at work or just anytime ever. And uh, four of these, I've seen uh, reviews of these and kind of uh, know this synopsis already. I don't know if that precludes me, but I haven't seen any of them. So we should be good. Yeah, I know nothing about any of these movies, except for the Judas one, because I saw it on, I think, like Netflix or... I think it is a Netflix Prime original, right? or something, and it just, it just came up, and it was like, oh, watch this movie. And it was like, man, okay. Uh-huh. All right, so here's my idea. We'll run through these eight movies. We'll give each other a very brief period of time. And what we'll do is we will speculate on what this movie, how this movie goes very quickly. We'll have to be like, oh, yeah, this movie goes blah, 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 blah. Like, we'll have to go through it very fast in like five minutes. How this movie goes. Unfortunately, and this is shitty. Unfortunately, a lot of all of the movies this year are fairly serious films that deal with heavy subjects. Yeah. But isn't that so, like the way that the fucking Oscars go, it, though? It Welcome is. to the Oscars. No, uh, I will say, I don't always agree with that, but yes. So th there isn't like a Forrest Gump that's like, I'm just a great guy and I love sitting here for right. uh, the movies. The Sound of Metal. All right. Um... That's about uh, okay. Awesome, David. You will be the person. We will start, David. We will do a roundabout through. I'm going to guess what it's about just based on the title alone. Well, well, well let me let me give you the description nope, of the film. Don't you want to hear it? Because I already okay. got it. It's based. It's a a metal shop uh, union dispute. Um, it's a it's a a small town lawyer going up against the the big the big big people and it's a uh, it, you know the, you just got to represent these uh the small town uh, uh, uh workers this is this like a coal mining situation where it's like we got to unionize so that we don't get crushed under the gears of big business mm -hmm, mm -hmm. It, it's like that uh what was that one with uh the the lawyer lady 
and she's trying to get the the water rights or something. It's very Aaron, similar to that. Aaron Brockovich. Yes, thank you. It's Aaron Brockovich, but with uh, a lot yeah. of like main guys, and they're like, "Hey, man, we're just trying to get our our stuff. We don't even want. Maybe we don't. Who knows? That's what it is. Yep, exactly. It's it's you know a, a feel good kind of thing. Pro union. Pro- Hollywood loves unions. They're really hoping for it. All right, so that's your first pitch on the title. I actually like this. First pitch on the title. All right, let me tell you the description of the film, and we'll see how we change it up. So, Sound of Metal. A heavy metal drummer, his life is thrown into free fall when he begins to lose his hearing. Oh, uh, Mr. Holland's Opus situation. So, all right. So since you talked clockwise, Alex, how does this movie end? Ooh. I'm feeling like in order for it to be a movie, there has to be like the classic plot. So it's got to be like build up, you know, problem presented and then solution. It makes me think that he creates some kind of like, my first thought is robots. Some kind of like innovative drumming, you know, like uh, from, ugh, fuck, I can't remember his name, from Def Leppard. And after he lost his arm in that, you know, car crash, he created like a singular arm, like specialty drum kit that he could play with one arm. That's like, I think he like went, he's like, science, let's go, bionics. And I'm, it's going to help me play the drums despite my hearing loss. Like something science got involved and he innovated a way to do it. Or he plays oh, it with his no, ears. Yeah, I have an alternative ending, but I don't want to say two different endings. Let me pitch a crazy different ending. Mm-hmm. So this drummer, he's so he now needs to pick up on everything outside of that. And he runs into a problem. He runs into a problem. Mm-hmm. He can he can see and notice like oh the guitarist is strumming in this beat. He oh. can notice he can notice the uh, the bassist's foot is like tapping in this way. Oh. Okay. He can a notice, he can notice the crowd is nodding their head, yep. and he's got a daredevil situation. And now he can't be with regular people, and oh. he and his romantic interest his uh wife or husband his sexy um, drum yeah it, they're like it, they're like i can't be with you in that way because he's like i i can see everything that's wrong and he has to learn not only to be a this musician that's amazing but also to forgive all these things that are for him Mm-hmm. These inexcusable items of, um, you know, tapping your foot or ashing your cigarette in a certain way or farting or whatever it is that um, like a regular person does that he's with. Wait, I have superpowers. I can smell that fart. Mm-hmm. I didn't even need to hear it. Mm. Right? <laughs> yeah. What about you? What do you think it's about, Marisa? Sound of metal. Mm-hmm. 
Um, I just assumed it was about um, like literal sounds of metal. <laughs> just a documentary. Like, like metalworking. Hey, what does this sound like? You're just poking the, the, the microphone. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Sound good? Yeah, All right, next sense. one. Should we give a spoiler alert? Because definitely one one or more of those are right. We should oh, for sure. It. But I mean, if people are listening to this, they're already like, these guys are in the know. All right, you ready? Yeah. For the next. Damn, I want another drink. Okay, you ready for the next? Mink. The next mink. Seven is. Trial of the Chicago Seven. Hmm, okay. So, Trial of the Chicago Seven. Mm-hmm. Who wants to talk about that first? This is the one I kind of know about. Right. So there, I'll, I'll Marisa should go. there you go. All right, so Trial of the Seven is about um, seven people that are on trial. Nailed it. For milking a cow that's not theirs. It's got to be like. <laughs> that's definitely a law. Why'd you get the milk when you get the cow for free? <laughs> uh, seven people are on trial. For oh, the Chicago fire was started by a cow. It, yeah, it's got to be something Chicago related. So like, is this pizza too thick or too thin? They were very, all of them wanted to claim that the Chicago hot dog was their creation. Okay. Now but every single person um, created something different. Somebody put pepperoncinis on it. Somebody put green relish on it. Somebody put mustard on it. Somebody put it in a, a sesame seed bun. Somebody made sure it was a grilled hot dog. Gabagool. Yeah. Gabagool. What are you doing? You're um, messing with my dogs. Is that the seventh one? Six. Oh, somebody six. made sure there were spicy peppers on it. And somebody made sure there was ah tomatoes, tomato slices. Now jail, you're going to jail. Oh no, I'm going to make sure you hang for that. So seven toppings on one hot dog in Chicago, but everybody wanted to claim that they were the ones that created the Chicago hot dog. And they came together, and it went to trial (laughs) because it went to trial because. Um, Mr. Hot Dog was like, well, I, I don't believe it. And big Hot Dog. Big Hot Dog. And then, and then big, big Chicago Beef was like, well, I don't believe it. So we're going to have to come to a uh, impasse. I thought we both did like crazy legal battles. Apparently so, this is like a big genre in Hollywood yeah. right now. It is. Yeah. Legal so, battles are, are, are huge so, in Hollywood. So here's one, of my, here's one of my crazy questions for you guys. It's wild because Borat, the guy who plays Borat was in this movie and he was Mr. Like, uh, he he was so uh-huh. good. A lot of people are like, "Oh, this guy's amazing in he's this movie." He's a very good actor. He's he's pretty is he a, good. Is he a real hot dog? So yeah, he so, was wearing a hot dog. Wait, costume so tell the whole me time. about tell me about his situation in this movie about hot dogs. All right, so uh, so Sasha Baron Cohen comes in and he's like, "Hey, I'm Mr. Big Beef." Um, 
the Aju family. When does he start acting? <laughs> the Aju <Yeah>. family? <laughs> the Aju family and the Gia Daenerys, um, we all got together and we were like, hey, you seven guys over here, y'all have no standings. No. We were here first because it's Chicago Turf War. And then there was a lot of dancing, I think. This is a musical, obviously. So yeah. there's there's the there's the obvious musical battle between I'm pretty Dr. sure Baron Cohen's like character as Mr. Mr. Chicago Big Beef. Um, and, and so imagine West Side Story, but with right, Gangs of it, New York. No, 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 no. It was West Side Story, but with Chicago beefs against Chicago hot dogs. And then oh. they they just it, it all came to a literal head. A literal? <laughs> literal head. Oh no. Yeah, whose head a, got cut off. There was a smash scene. Sasha Baron Cohen's head got cut off because yeah, a giant a pickle spear just went poof, right over his face. It's it was tragic. It was wow. intense. It's a tearjerker. I'm sorry. You know what I mean? Like that's a that's a sad fact of the Chicago history. Next to the fires was the the probably the worst thing. Yeah, that you got ever fires happened. number one, and then the hot dog spear decapitation number two. Decapitation. Pickle Definitely. pickle capit the de beef the beef capitation. Let's see what's next. What's next on the old table? <laughs> uh huh. Well, number three is the film. Minari, Minari, which has a very basic concept, Minari. All right, so a Korean family starts a farm in 1980s Arkansas. It stars Steven Yoon. Who I love. Who's great. Steven Yoon. the guy Yoon. from Walking Dead? Yes. Yeah, I stopped watching after they killed Glenn. And Final Space? And Invincible. And also the first episode of yeah, I think you should leave. Little Cato. That's little Cato. Yeah, Steven Yeun. Um, but so that's the basic thing of it. Um, you guys put your foot forward, Alex. This Arkansas family. Mm -hmm. Let me know what what's their deal. All right, so they moved to Arkansas. Um, First off, they tried to, they didn't move there to become farmers. They moved there to open up their very own Korean barbecue restaurant. And they figured they would find success because they're like, it's 1980s Arkansas. It's in the middle of bumpuck nowhere. All of these hicks are going to love it. Turns out, no, they fall on hard times. People, people weren't ready for it. They still might not be, honestly, but I've also never been to Arkansas, nor do I really want to go. So the farm was actually plan B. They inherited it from some dude who was like, died of a heart attack and his ghost still inhabits the house. So no one wants to live there. So they yes, get the perfect. they get the farm. They move in. They're like, it's a fixer upper. It's like filled with chickens and shit. And they start growing corn, maybe. Um, mm -hmm. Turns out though, that um the soil has is a sour secret. what oh my god so loud <laughs> i don't know if she said what 
The soil. <laughs> the soil is sour. The so well. Sour. I was gonna say the soil has like imbued powers that enable all of their crops to grow super fast, super large. Yeah, the opposite. That's like okay. I'm sorry. I'm sorry to break in, but like Pet Cemetery was like the soil is shallow. So, oh, damn, <laughs> on that route. That makes more sense. And, and it's like, all, why are you yelling sour at everybody? It. And all of the and all the pets that you buried in the soil were bad because they, they were come sour. back up. This is corn. It's different, <laughs> including Stephen Yoon. Yeah, Stephen Yoon. We actually buried. I thought we buried Stephen Yoon. Oh no, no, God! Here, we hit, we hit here, him with our car. Here, I thought we buried him. Here's the plot twist: Stephen Yoon was dead the whole time. He <laughs> was the guy <laughs> who owned the farm. He's he was sour. never there. His spirit helped the family stay afloat by growing their crops magically and building that baseball field out in their backyard yeah and then if you build it <laughs> so go. turns out steven yoon was the friends we made along the way <laughs> and these guys ended up being super successful with the help of a ghost which wasn't steven yoon. love it i think <laughs> yeah that sounds great yeah that, that should win that that's oscar win. gold that's oscar gold right there you might win. That was an Oscar gold. All right. Great. So who's next? Oh, Austin, tell us what Promising Young Woman's about. You promising Young Woman. Uh, As the most promising young woman amongst us. Aww. I am. You're really um, blossoming. I'm blossoming. I'm one day I'll be on Big Bang Theory. Um, but yeah, so promising young woman. A young woman, traumatized by a tragic event in her past, seeks out vengeance against those who crossed her path. Mm -hmm. So that is promising young woman. Tell, tell I thought, Sandy. I thought you were supposed right. to tell us. Yeah. Oh, I, I'm supposed to tell you? Okay. Yeah. So. Oh, wait. Do you want us to tell you? No, no. This is. Give it to us. <laughs> oh, good. Oh, good. What you need, what you need to do is hear. What you need to do is hear me read the synopsis and then also tell you what it's about. So, do you know what the movie's about? I don't know what I know. What only two of these films are about. Then we're, um, then we're all prime candidates. And that's the thing. So mm -hmm. here's the deal: a promising young woman. She's a prime candidate. <laughs> the year is 2025. Mm-hmm. So far in the future. Into the far future. What? Uh-huh. There are only 17 women left. And there have to be certain promising young women. No. Those promising young women are trained to be not only the only women in the world, but also the only people in the world who can hear the letter G. The what? letter G. Yes. Exactly. Lee, that, if you heard it we, sound weird, <laughs> yeah. it was because you couldn't hear the letter G, which those women can. Only those few women can because they are promising young women. She's a promising so, young yeah, you hold on. woman. So this movie is very food and really glamorous and very... In awful. 
Well, I, I so, hope it's rated R because otherwise it wouldn't it wouldn't register. Yeah, precisely. Ari Oldman is also in this film. <laughs> um, no way. And, yeah, Ari Oldman. Uh, who Frank else is in? Grunwald uh, auditioned, but he was kicked to the curb immediately. Yeah. Precisely. So I I think that this film takes kind of like a, a like a skew on what you're gonna think. You're like, oh, this lady's gonna be all about revenge. But it turns out she, as a promising young woman, just does even better than everybody thinks. And she's like, I can use so many more G sounds than anyone can. Oh. I'm and the decider. I'm the decider. And they're like, well, that doesn't have a G sound in it. And she was like, does it? Eyes. And they're like, wait. <gasps> it's It would have had the sound. And then their, my, their eyes melt like in Raiders of the Lost Ark. And uh, yeah, that's how this film goes. Is that it, it basically takes a promising young woman's career in the film industry. And shows that. There's no big issues. There's no problems. Nothing's an issue at all. It's just that the sound of a, the letter G is sometimes a slight hiccup. Okay. Sounds great. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. I, mean, I, don't, I also don't like the letter G, so that's cool. Marjorie Taylor Greene and I uh, financed this film. Again. You? No G's. Mar Marie Taylor Reen. Yeah. There you go. Taylor Reen. Mm -hmm. I love that. All right. So we got Nomadland, Judas and the Black Messiah, and Mank and the Father Left. I definitely know what the father is. Do you want me to do that? Go for it. All right. The father is part one of um, Jack Snyder's, right? Is Jack Snyder? Uh, the Snyder cut of the yeah, Trinity Trilogy. Yeah, Jack Snyder, he, he's it. Yeah, the, the Trinity Trilogy. This is the father. Next, in two years, you'll see the son, and in two more years, the Holy Ghost, obviously. So this is about the father. Um, it's a lot of eating bread. Mm -hmm. Do you want me to read you the uh, the IMDb? Please don't. Please okay. don't. Uh, Are you going to continue? Yeah, um, yeah. I'm trying to think of. I'm trying to get a movie out of this. Okay, so great. We got what? The, what's the conflict? You know what? Um, hmm. A father's conflict. It, oh, I mean, it's a son, right? It's like should should I have a son or not? I don't know. Maybe I should. Maybe I shouldn't. All of these. Angelic beings are like, you definitely should. You know what? Um, humanity um, need, needs a father and a son. <laughs> yep. Um, hmm. Yeah. You know what? I Seems like this is a bad religious movie, I guess. But you know what? It's They got to throw one to the Catholics. So they get, <laughs> they get, they get an Oscar nod. It's it's just like three hours of just like very just so boring, almost like reading verbatim from the Bible. It's like God, can we just move on, please? It's like Jesus Christ Superstar, but with none of the uh, the razzle dazzle, right? Jesus Christ Superstar will 
None none of the razzle-dazzle. Give them the old razzle-dazzle. Razzle-dazzle. Wait, Jesus Christ Superstar without the razzle-dazzle? Is that what you said? Yeah. No, okay, and, so, and, okay and, so the Passion of the Christ? I was going to say, so it's a, basically mm-hmm. slight, it's, 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 a it's very line. mild anti-Semitism. Yeah, yeah. yeah actually, it's wow, a lot of studio, it's a lot of, stu- it's a lot of studio uh, urging for the, for the trilogy, right? So it's a, a lot of like, se- it's a lot of setting up for the, the Passion to happen, but it hasn't yet. And it, I mean, the ending post credit scene is when Jesus is born. It just so it good. just literally dawned on me that the passion of the Christ is like his passion for I guess like carrying that cross up that hill. Yeah, the, the passion plays, of course. But this is even before that. This is like Old Testament. This is like, who we got to kill these Sodom and Gomorrah people. We got to Gomorians, the pig people from Star Wars. Duh. <laughs> also, course. we don't like butt sex. Well, that we we know that happened a long time ago in a galaxy far, far away. Of course, God reaches all galaxies, near or far. We all yeah, know that. He's omnipotent. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the pissicent? Yeah. Um, omnipotent. No, pissicent. You got. Um, but yeah, it's um, it's a lot. It's he's a lot a, of that. He's a lot. He's literally in, all yeah, honestly back in the old times, <laughs> they didn't need any more stinks. So all the Gamoraing, if you know what I mean, it would just it would just really, really raise yeah. up. Is that what you think Gamoraing is? I yeah. feel like the sodoming is the sodomy is one it sodoming's rough from the old testament's perspective. From the old testament perspective, Gamoraing is like Oh, have any of you seen uh the movie Noah? Was that like Oh, with man, Russell Crowe, where he's Noah, <laughs> like Noah's Ark. Was he there? Yeah. Maybe it was. Maybe it was Russell. Crow. Or the, or the movie know. where John Voight is Noah. Huh. I don't. I don't recognize his actors enough to do it. It's um, Adrian Offers. Offers the guy who did Pi uh, did a religious film called Noah, and it was pretty good. It was w- really weird, but anyway, it's basically that same thing. So. Don't worry about it. Anyway, that's father. All right. They're throwing it. They're throwing it. You got to nod. Of course. You got to give it to him. I, I can talk about the next thing. Do it. What am I talking about? Uh, I'm rolling the dice. Ladies are doing it now. Seven. We already did seven. Okay, hold on. Two. Mank. Mank. Roll with it's, it. Yeah, it's, it's Russell Crowe. Thank you. Hank. All right, so Mank, the description of Mank, it... Do you want to read the description, or do you just want her to go off the title? I assume we go we... through the descriptions, because Mank, you'd be like, oh, it's... You can go anywhere with it, though. That is just a monosyllabic nonsense, yeah. I got it! Do it. Okay. All right, so in the next uh, Oscars nominee, we have Mank. It's in 1930s. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it. Yeah. Mm. I just love it. You're like, it's Mank. It's Mank or Spank. Now let's get it ready to crank. Whip it out and let's jank that dank. Oh, All right, here we go. Dank. I don't like any of this. I'm so scared. 
All right, but yeah, you're the 1930s. I love All it. right, here we go. It's a mime. Oh, here we are. Oh, mama mia. <laughs> We've reevaluated through the eyes of the scathing social critic and alcoholic screenwriter Herman J. Mankiewicz. Did you know that Mankiewicz is pretty actually accurate, pretty accurate. Long, long for Mank? Did you know? Did you know that about this film? This is pretty accurate, to be honest. As he recently oh, finished the screenplay. Oh wait, you're just reading something here. Yeah. You're God damn it! I was like, <laughs> of Citizen how, Kane. Nah, what are the in nineteen forty one? I was like, what? What are the odds that you picked this? So up? let's talk about Mank. We're talking about Mike. What, what a fucking trick he pulled on me. What an April Fool's he did. It's a 1930s film, but it was filmed in 2019. Was it? <laughs> yeah, so, okay, so you got... Uh, who's 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 in that? You got Gary Oldman as Mankey. Yeah, Mankey Gary Pinky. Oldman. You got that guy. He's Mankey Gary Pinky. Who else do we have in there? Uh, um, uh, you have um, the, the guy that does uh, all the voices for um, the Green, green Goblin. Willem Dafoe? <laughs> yeah. yeah. He did all the voices. <laughs> Willem Dafoe, who's basically scary Gary Oldman. Oh, my oh, God. I never thought about that, but it's so true. Also, you also have, guess who, guess who else you have? You have <laughs> the guy from um, uh, Letter Kenny. The which one? Canadian. They're main, all Canadian, main my friend. Star, main star, and he is like, oh, I, I talk fast. They all, you got every one of them do that. That's so every single one of them is also in the movie. Okay, the entire cast of Letter Kenny. Yep, 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 and. Because we need a throwback, we obviously oh yeah, I love it. Need yeah, that's cool. Um, Someone from our childhood. Oh, uh, David, David, you'll love this. In Mank, guess who plays Charles Hurst? Charles Hurst. Hurst, the, the the um like the 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 newspaper man. Yeah, yeah. Who is it? Oh, a man you will love. William Randolph Hearst is that here? William Randolph Hearst. I fucked his name up. It's Charles Dance. Mm. Ooh, I love. Uh, he's my favorite. He's one of my favorite actors. Winona sure. Ryder. This movie actually seems nice. Yeah, it's pretty yeah. Good. So this movie, I have heard the entire I've heard time. It's awful, yeah. I have heard it's it's a super insider thing of like if you like movies, you'll like it because it's just like a Three super jack off session of like oh here's stuff about Orson Welles. One of the things that has always been constantly mentioned is that they got Gary Oldman, a man who is in his later 60s, if not 70s. Still handsome. Really? He's, he's not a, he's a good-looking man. There's no doubt. Let's all have a he's moment of silence. Keep him alive, please. That's not the issue. But if they, we concentrate our brain power, we can keep Gary Oldman alive forever. Everyone. We let down Alan Rickman. We're not going to let it happen again. Right. But so that they got a man Never who was again. in his late 60s to play a man who is in his 30s. And they just like combed his hair over. It's, it's Gary Oldman. Um, um, 
He's Mank. He's the titular what? Mank character. Wow. I love it. Yeah. He is I the titular like, um, Herman Mankiewicz. I'm glad I didn't get this one because I now remember hearing uh, hearing about this one. He was like a, a like a shitty, not shitty, but like a interesting personality person. He's he's not a good guy. Yeah. But oh, who who did this movie? I mean, oh, it's it's about Citizen Kane. What was the the director? The director is someone famous, I David think. Fincher. Yeah, Fincher. Yeah, I love Fincher, but uh, a lot of people are saying like Fincher, stop doing this. Like this, this was a bad movie. Fincher is I fucking love David Fincher. Especially, he always does like the best soundtracks because <laughs> it's always like Trent Reznor and uh, Trent Reznor's uh, partner Atticus Ross. Atticus Ross, yeah. Hmm. He did Watchmen, which is wild. But David Fincher wasn't involved. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, David, David Fincher, I, I usually love, but I keep hearing that this is a really bad movie. So, Judas, in my Christ. opinion. God, I'm trying to conjure something up that's not just Jesus Christ Superstar again. Well, well, you can you can read the IMDb description. It's Jesus Bill O'Neill. Black Messiah. Who are you going to have you sacrifice? Bill O'Neill infiltrates the Black Panther Party part per FBI agent Mitchell and J. Edgar Hoover. As party chairman Fred Hampton ascends, falling for fellow revolutionary en route, a battle wages for O'Neill's soul. Okay. Well, I know everything with Fred Hampton and J. Edgar Hoover, so since it's based on real life... Tell us who, really who the best actors about. would be to cast in this or something. The best ones to cast that are not already in it? Oh, do you already have the casting? I mean, the page is up. All right. Now. Well, shucks. I don't know. I guess maybe. I'm not gonna lie. I don't know who any of these folks are. Austin, but... Austin, you gave us too much information. You ruined the whole thing. Thanks for nothing, Austin. That's me. I'm a real <laughs> worthless piece of shit. Anyway, no, you're too worthwhile. That's the problem. Well, yes, yes, too, much too much information. Looking at the cast list, Martin Sheen is J. Edgar Hoover. Which is pretty cool. Martin Sheen would be a pretty good Jade or Hoover. Hmm. So bad with actors' names. Martin yeah. Sheen of the Sheen uh, Estevez family. He's the matriarch. Um, yeah, is he? Patri patriarch. Patriarch. Yeah. No, I like matriarch. Anyway. Oh, this motherfucker. Yeah. Okay. This mo this motherfucker. He's got a fat ass square face. He really does. He's old. He's a oh. square. Square boy, square ass boy. I wasn't the one to tell the description to because I already know. So here's right. here's here's I I mean I can give my spiel do, with that. Do it. So here's oh, my no. thing. So <laughs> Judas Judas and the Black Messiah is about the murder of Fred Hampton. That is very clearly what the movie's about. Here's my deal. Who's that? I would either question that the movie would start with and use as a framing device the trial of the murder of Fred Hampton that people did um, where they like set up this whole thing 
um, where there's all these uh, like uh, like uh, like models and all kinds of stuff, and they're trying to do a trial as if they were holding the Chicago police on trial for Fred Hampton's murder. So here's my creative take on that, because that could be used as a framing device, and I think it would be awesome. Mm -hmm. Well, you would Austin, mm -hmm. I'm going to throw you for a rope. Uh, that sounds really boring, so I'm going to give some spice into this. It's a horror movie. Go for it. All right. <laughs> so it's a horror movie. So <laughs> the music turns all scary out of nowhere. Mm -hmm. There's, give us the jump scares too. I don't okay. want to be. I don't want to be scared at the theater. So tell me when the jump scares happen. All right. So these are the kids who come into this um, the building that uh, Fred Hampton had been murdered in, and they keep yeah, hearing Freddy these Hampton. stories. They keep hearing these stories about like, oh. This had happened here, blah, blah, blah. And they're little kids. They're very little. They're like seven or eight years old. And they are like hearing like this. So they're not sure about the story about the Black Panthers. And so there's all these images of like Panthers and everything's dark and they're scared. What else do we have? The last one is no matter. Oh, yeah. mm -hmm. oh, yeah. yeah. I was going to say. The uh, okay, we just did the yeah. Judas one. I was like, I sort of knew, I sort of know what No Man's Land is about, so I think uh, Marissa should take that because she's more blind. Okay, here. got it. No Man Land. You want to know what it's Go about? For it. No, no Mad Land. Mm -hmm. No Man Land no. is a, It's another. It almost got the Oscar, but it didn't quite. No Mad Land. Yeah. Ready for this? Love it. Go for it. It's a animated. Uh, Fucking movie, yeah. <laughs> where there is a cartoon pterodactyl. Ooh, okay, <laughs> sure. That flies not... all over uh -huh. the. Uh -huh. um, trying to make a post band. post dead world after oh my. after the post-apocalyptic sure yeah, post-apocalyptic yeah after the um giant ball of fire what came to the world <laughs> and killed, oh. killed all of the dinosaurs except for this one pterodactyl because he happened to be flying so high mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and, and they, they told him don't fly so high they said they, don't they do it. They always told him that. They always, always say don't fly too high because you know bad things might happen. But ironically, it saved him. Yeah, this it, is, it this sure is, did. This is an opposite Midas. It sure did. You know, uh, he he was he Midas? was told no. so many years and for so many that, yeah. so many times for the pterodactyl mommies and Terry daddies. You know, <laughs> Terry daddies. Terry daddies. Terry daddies. Eh? All right. Uh, I'm about literally to just like. Hey, how dare you fly Wait, too close to the sun? How dare? It was Icarus. Terry, Terry, daddies are like Osama bin Laden, like a in a swimsuit, and he's like, "Am I right?" Yeah, it's like a sexy like a terrorist daddy. That's Wait, the, is that's that what you're the, talking that's about? That's part of the internet. You it's, it's, with a, from. it's with a P, Austin. Come on. But Terry, daddies. <laughs> so then. <laughs> that's right. Sorry, it's a Terry. He looks down. And Sim similar but different. He looked down, and the meteor, <laughs> the meteor had hit the earth. And 
all the brontosauruses and the platypuses. <laughs> Were they there? I don't think so. Brontosaurus. Yeah, I love the kids that go to those schools. All the, all the, all the T-Rexos and, you know, all those bitches. They literally just... <laughs> Did the see your actuals are not there either? You go. <laughs> there's no science. There's no science person in this uh, script, so it's pterodactyl. That's his first and last name. Yeah. Yeah. I'm glad we're on the, a, a, you know, first and last name basis. Flies over nomad land. What does that mean? And he looks below him, and he's just like, "I'm alone." <laughs> the meteor. <laughs> Killed, killed everything. I just, I'm hungry. I'm hungry. I can't eat anything but fire now. All I, all I really want is, all I really want is a salad. I want some shrimps. Some shrimp sores. But, all right, shrimp But unfortunately, all they have is s'mores. So he's flying around. Why? Who made those? Sorry, I don't want to question the film. I'm just like, yeah. I mean, obviously, Hollywood wrote this. Because I'm just they, like, it's, it's very it's curious. It's on fire, David. Oh. The world is on fire. And it's half Mark Mello, So then he looks down, and there's like a little baby. And he, the little baby's crawling around. It's like a human baby. And it's like, no, Madeline. They, they survived through the comet. No, it's, a, it's the first baby ever. Born through fire, like a phoenix. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's scientific, and so, it deserves Terry, an Oscar. I wish you wouldn't interrupt me, because this is my story. I'm agreeing with you. Sorry. I want to know about the pterodactyl. So, Terry, 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 thank you. Flies down to this baby, and he's like, yo, baby, what's up? And he's <laughs> like, I have no idea how he even got born. These are quotes from the movie. So, mm -hmm. and then... Terry Terry Doctor looks over and he's like, Where were you born, baby? And the baby's like, Over there. And it's a lotus flower. And inside of it is a vagina looking spaceship. What? Right. So then he realizes, Terry Terry Doctor, that the baby was an alien. It wasn't oh. a meteor. It was an alien. Oh, exactly. Was and it calling? just smashed down into the earth, killed all the fucking dinosaurs, and Terry realizes he's the only person that has to take care of this goddamn baby. And it's about to get crazy. And if you don't prove that your boss is alive the whole weekend, well, you're not ever gonna get this weekend time at Bernie's. Exactly. So then they go to their Uncle Bernie's house. And it and turns they... out if you don't drive fast enough to get me turned into a dog, mm -hmm. well, you're never going to be I, a real I'm dog. never going to lose my virginity. Thanks for listening to Shit Face to Face. This episode featured David, Marisa, Alex, and Austin.
Our theme song, as always, was Pretend by Melissa Bellarosa. I know that this episode came out not exactly when the episodes normally do, but join us not the first Monday of this coming month, but the first Monday of the month after that, where we'll be back on our regular schedule. Hopefully at that point, you'll be able to tap in with your mind pewter, and by that I mean silver and not a computer. I assume you're some kind of metal man. Do us a favor and see if you can like, subscribe, tell a friend, all that whole business. Thanks. See you soon. Hold on. I just got a letter. They're choosing. Wait. The music video for Hit Me Baby One More Time. Classic. Nailed it.